good evening and uh, it'll probably still be evening when i'm done um it's snake river lib podcast um so many things to talk about and i will try to focus on what i alluded to on my uh, uh facebook share earlier today uh the share was in regards to oregon counties uh of the state of oregon that were voting uh, on the November ballot as to whether or not they wanted to be part of uh, the state of Idaho. Um, this happens in states that have um, concentrations of one party or the other. And while in this case, it's where you have a heavy population of, of uh, Democrats, progressives on the coast, on the east side of the state, um, mostly uh, more moderate to conservative uh, people. It's more rural, of course, and so that would stand to reason. And it's the same uh, in Northern California. In fact, uh, if you go and just Google uh, the state of Jefferson, uh, you'll find out all sorts of uh, things about how uh, counties in Northern California and Southern Oregon uh, refer to themselves as the state of Jefferson. But I wanted to talk about this concept, and I've mentioned it before in, in connection with the Electoral College, and many people, of course, uh, Democrats mostly, uh, with the notable exception of uh, Vice President Biden, have called for um, the elimination of the Electoral College. Uh, they think that it's uh, antiquated. They think that it's unfair. Uh, of course, it's not unfair because, uh, for the main reason is that when a candidate is campaigning for president, they are fully aware that their um, victory depends on currently receiving 270 electoral votes. That they could have the biggest lopsided popular vote in uh, win in the history of the United States and still lose the Electoral College. And this is the case in, of course, 2016. It was also the case in 2000. A remind once again that had uh, Al Gore uh, won his home state of Tennessee, nobody would have been talking about hanging chads in Florida. But he didn't. Donald Trump won the Electoral College um, in 2016. Had some unusual circumstances not occurred in California, it's quite possible that, that uh, Trump would have won the popular vote as well, which I've highlighted uh, both in writing and I believe also on a podcast, but uh, don't quote me on that. Part of the problem, of course, is that the Electoral College is based on the number of members of Congress, which currently stands at 435 and has stood that way for now nearly 110 years, back when the population of the United States was only 92 million, about 25% of what it is today. Well, um, a little bit more, higher percentage than that. Um, plus... Two senator or two uh, two electoral votes to each state for every senator. So the total, of course, is five um, thirty-five plus 
for some stupid reason, they've allocated three electoral votes to the District of Columbia. Um, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. They, for some reason, they have electoral votes. Um, so that, so be it. So that's, that's where we stand. So 270 is, is, is what's necessary to win. And most states, as I've mentioned more than once, are winner take all. Each party of each state selects electors. And then whichever party wins the state, their electors are the ones that go and actually vote for president because there is no national vote for president. When we go on November 3rd and vote, we are just voting for which set of electors are going to go and vote. With the exception of Maine and Nebraska, which have in their constitution, uh, it's specified how the electors will vote. They don't have a choice. Um, so it doesn't matter what party they come from. It's already established. Now, we could go in depth on the Electoral College, but I don't really want to because what I really wanted to talk about was was this whole idea of, of um, the states and this underrepresentation. Now, people will say, well, you know, if you live in a state where the majority of the population is, is a progressive or Democrat, then then your vote really doesn't matter. And frankly, that's true when it comes to uh, the presidential politics or even even uh, any politics. For example, in California, there's not a single statewide uh, office that's held by a Republican, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they're all Democrats. California has a unique system in that they they have a jungle primary where... Everybody's on the ballot, and the top two vote-getters um, run against each other. And what happened in 2016, which may have skewed the vote, is the top two vote-getters for the uh, U.S. Senate seat that was vacant were both Democrats. And so there was no incentive for Republicans, particularly Republicans in uh, congressional districts that are um, Democrat, to go vote. And so they didn't, which is partially why it was so lopsided. But back to, back, I keep getting diverted squirrel, sorry. Um if you've heard the term gerrymandering, it, it, it refers back actually to just uh, right after the Constitution was established and congressional districts were drawn up. And uh, a district was drawn up, I believe the state was Massachusetts, that looked like this uh, 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 lizard and it was 
uh, it's called a gerrymander. And so ever since then, districts that were drawn to favor a candidate or or uh, or party, that's what that's called is gerrymandering. Now, today we we of course hear about gerrymandering and we think about how how racist it is. You know, because districts are drawn so that perhaps all the minorities are in one district and so they're isolated and that actually allows, in fact, this discussion came up in regards to North Carolina in 2016 and 2018. Um, and it's come up in other places too. Well, I've got news for you. Shouldn't be news if you know your history. Modern-day gerrymandering came about to ensure that minorities were being represented by minorities, that their voice was being heard. That's why districts were gerrymandered, so that you had districts were that were minority majorities. Now, as it turns out in long run, um, with certain parties, that ends up making um, the Democrats in some states the minority party uh, when it comes to the number of representatives sent to Congress. And that is kind of important. And it could be very important this year. Because just because Nancy Pelosi is Speaker of the House, and she may or may not be, depending on how this election goes, if there's no winner by the time um, Inauguration Day rolls around, or if there's no clear winner in the Electoral College, House of Representatives votes. But it's not a vote of 435. It's a vote of 50. So all those 50-some-odd representatives in California, they get one vote. The same as Wyoming or Montana or South Dakota or North Dakota or Delaware, you know, Rhode Island, Connecticut. It's not just, you know, it's not just uh, red states that have small populations. Isn't that intriguing? But part of gerrymandering, you know, we talk about the gerrymandering of districts and how those are always redrawn, and there's battles fought over this stupidly limited number 435 every 10 years with the census instead of saying you know what we just need more representatives which is what they should say since we're operating with the same number when we had uh, 25 percent of the people that we have today We fight those battles. Districts are, re are redrawn. States such as California, Illinois, New York are losing people. Don't know why. Uh, who is John Galt? 
Maybe they lose a, a, a congressional seat. Maybe other states gain a congressional seat. What happens if you create a new state? I mean, the, this whole concept of greater Idaho, by the way, is not creating a new state, and so you don't have any additional senators. You have the same amount of senators. You just have to, and probably, well, and you just, those congressional districts that would fall in the Oregon part, they would just be representing Idaho. And what you're doing by creating a greater state of greater Idaho is taking a more conservative part of Oregon and you're putting them into a more homogenous state. You're, you're purging the red voters, so to speak, from what is predominantly a blue state. You're making Oregon bluer, but you're also giving those voters a say. And there's been a lot of talk, and there should be a lot of talk, about making more states. Do you think that the Inland Empire of California and parts of Southern California, which tend more conservative, do you think that they feel like they're represented in, in Sacramento? Or do you think that they feel like Dianne Feinstein and Kamala Harris represent them in the U.S. Senate? Of course they don't. But they don't have a say. Because there are too many people that live in these other districts. But if you were to divide California... And many other states. I'm not, you know, Texas is the same way. Or even Kansas. Think about Kansas. You know, Kansas, you have, you have um, enclaves of more progressives. I mean, think about the poor people in Lawrence. You know, the University of Kansas, all those progressives there. I took my kids one time to, for the uh, Alf Landon uh, series of speeches to see Ann Coulter. And you had a bunch of nut jobs out progress uh, protesting her outside of the auditorium and then they came inside and started protesting her you know here's poor ann you know just trying to give a speech that she'd been paid handsomely with student fees to give and they were just trying to drown her out and this was years ago this was oh my goodness this was nearly probably 20 years ago that this happened you know, but you know, these, I mean, you could, with additional districts, with additional representatives, people would feel more like they are represented. Somebody that voted or would vote like they wanted them to, you know. The state of Oklahoma, we've talked about that. And I've written about it, the, uh, the predicament therein with, uh, with the Supreme Court determining that most of eastern Oklahoma falls within uh, uh, the Muscogee or the Creek Indian Reservation. And so state law doesn't apply. 
something's going to give. Texas, you know, Texas is usually a red state, but boy, there are plenty of blue enclaves there. You know, Austin, which is every bit as uh, progressive as any state, any, uh, you know, city in, in California. You know, Houston is the same way. Dallas, all these cities are, are fairly progressive. Many, many states. I mean, Illinois, a blue state. Would it be blue if you made Chicago its own state? No, Illinois would be red because Chicago has the largest part of the population of Illinois. But the rest of it is moderate to conservative. And the same would go across many, many states. Wouldn't that be better to change the number of representatives instead of whine every four years about the electoral college and how we need to get rid of it? Because, and look, you know, we can, we can talk about it or not, you know, but what can you do about it? Here's what you have to do. You have to either have a convention of states and propose to the states, you know, the state uh, representatives to the convention or through Congress, get two-thirds vote in each house, that we want to eliminate the Electoral College. And then you have to require, assuming you get it through Congress or through the convention, then that requires uh, 38 states to, uh, to pass. 38 states. Donald Trump, I think he won like 30 states or something. I don't want to go look it up right now. And, uh, you know, so you're going to get a whole bunch of small states. You're going to have to go and ask them to say, we don't want to matter anymore. Is it fair? I guess it depends from on your perspective, right? Because you could say, well, then we're a democracy. No, we're not, by the way. But put that aside, candidates know the rules going in. 270 is the number. Not the popular vote. Certainly not the national popular vote. But if you want to say popular vote, I say, okay, popular vote by state. except Maine and Nebraska, because they're different. Why not? You know, why not add states? Why not break some of these states apart? Add members to the Senate. Why not increase the number of members of the House of Representatives. You know, just by doing that, not even breaking up states, but increasing the number of members of the House of Representatives, you're going to have an electoral college that more accurately reflects the popular vote, just by doing that.
but nobody wants to. I mean, states themselves are gerrymandered. West Virginia broke off of Virginia when Virginia seceded from the Union at the start of the Civil War. Oklahoma has a panhandle because Texas wanted to come in as a slave state. And they couldn't because that little strip of land between Kansas and Texas was too far north for it to come in as a slave state. And so it became part of Indian territory. Never mind the battles between uh, the Carolinas and Virginia and Tennessee and Kentucky uh, when this nation was brand new. Or when California came in and uh, that when they came in, they, they came in with the condition that one of the senators had to be pro-slavery and one of the slavers had to be, one of the senators had to be anti-slavery. That was the only way that they were allowed to become a state before the Civil War. Imagine that. State boundaries themselves are gerrymandered boundaries. Why not make them more so? It's Snake River Lib. Hope you've enjoyed the little um, lesson tonight. You know, hashtag Calexit. You know, somebody wants to secede, which I actually was just reading an article today about people threatening to secede if Donald Trump wins the election again. I mean, that's the same thing. California, there was a, actually a movement, uh, Calexit, hashtag Calexit. Um, I sent money to him actually in 2016. We don't need a repeat of the Civil War. Let them go. You know, the founders thought secession was all right. Why not? Let them be on their own. But we should be very wary and see what's happening right now. See what's happening right now with the violence. Who's leading the violence? Who's against the violence? Be prepared. It's the scout motto, right? Scouts BSA. Be prepared. Words for everyone. It's the Snake River Lib. Good night.